Hey, hey, welcome in the house with Ken and Jared. That's right, your home improvement questions are answered here. Hi, my name is Jared Mellick, and as usual, sitting next to me is my father, Ken. We are here to answer your home improvement questions. We own a business called Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, throughout the week, we help people uh, with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And then every weekend, we come in and answer home improvement questions. Now, uh, even though throughout the week we only do roofing and siding and windows, well, I say only, that's enough, uh, but uh, any type of home improvement question is okay with us. Uh, Ken here was a custom home builder. Uh, built custom homes uh, uh, most of your life, yeah. and then uh, and then Ken is my dad, and so I've been around construction my entire life. Uh, I am a licensed general contractor, and so really any type of home improvement question is okay. How are you doing this morning, Ken? Doing great, and uh, and thank you all our listeners for tuning in. We, Jared and I really appreciate it, and the what makes us uh, it worth for us to come in is uh, your calls so if you have any questions and we can help you uh, we want you to give us a call we want to talk to you so the the number to dial here 3401045 again 3401045 you can also email us a question you can do that through our website uh, in the house show.com uh, you can click there and uh, and ask us a question uh, we will read it live on the air and uh, then answer it live on the air. Also, if you want to um, email us a question, you can do that, questions at universalroofjacks.com. So yeah, so a good good day to be on the radio, good day to, to be a um, uh, associated with Universal Roof and Contracting. Last night, we were at... Um, the Florida Roofing and Sheet Metal Association, which is uh, the statewide association for roofing contractors. And, and, uh, and you know, one good thing about uh, the Florida State Roofer Association, it's the best uh, roofer association in the United States. Florida uh, leads the way and always has for codes and the right way to do roofs uh, and uh Having been born and raised in the Seattle area, I'm very familiar with uh, working in other parts of the country. And my wife from Alabama, I can tell you the codes in Florida, the way that you need to do a roof in the state of Florida is definitely different than anywhere else in the country. And the best practices are here in the state of Florida. It is true. And, and um, the the Statewide Roofing Association does uh, – uh, great stuff. In fact, they are a huge part of the of the code process, and um, so the they have an annual convention, and so uh, that was uh, this week. And then uh, last night was the what they call the Star Awards. So what they do is um, they take the best projects, uh, roofing projects throughout the state, and uh, you enter uh, into the competition. And then there is um, uh, there are professionals that narrow it down to the top three. Uh, and uh, there's a uh, you know it's it's um, uh, the top three for each category. Uh, and um, uh, and these are chosen by uh, professionals. It's chosen by a. Uh, I think there was an architect uh, on uh, on the committee. There was, you know, a roofing contractor on the committee, and and uh, so then uh, they have the star awards, and they announce who won uh, in each individual category. 
Uh, there were five categories. Uh, we had actually entered uh, just in two of them, uh, some projects that we did. And, uh, um, uh, you were picked to be in the top three and, that, and invited to the awards. And uh, we were there last night at the banquet and the awards banquet. And it and, went very well. Yeah, it did. We actually won first place in both of the categories that we had entered. And so... Um, what uh, so, an honor. Oh, yeah. It was great. Because it, it really was. these are the best contractors in the entire state of Florida from uh, north to south, yep. uh, east to west. The entire state was involved in this. And uh, so what an honor. And... Uh, uh, one of the projects respect yeah yeah for sure it was it was you know winning is way better than not winning i i must say yeah I'm, like <laughs> i've always been fairly competitive but i you know there's just something about winning that's fun uh but uh but one of the projects that we that we won for was a, a service project we had uh, uh last year um uh, decided to to bless uh, someone with a new roof, uh, and actually we did more than a roof. We did roofing, siding, uh, fixed some doors. He had uh, animals actually coming into his house because uh, it, it was just in complete disrepair, and and uh, so we decided to bless this uh, this gentleman who was blind with uh, uh, with a new roof and as well as other things. And we had one for that, um, and then we had a, a walkable deck. Uh, uh, which um, uh, was a very complex uh, project, and um, and uh, one for that project as well. So, uh, special thanks to the Florida Roofing and Sheet Metal Association, uh, as well as uh, uh, really special thanks to to our people. Uh, um, you know, Ken and I uh, were very blessed to own this business, and and uh, we just have some fantastic employees. It's just uh, I, I'm amazed all the time by uh, just the great people that that uh, that we have uh, in our business. They they make you and I look uh, look pretty look well, pretty good. Well, uh, we take care of them too, uh, and. They're honored uh, to work for our company. We're a great company, uh, and uh, we treat them right, and that's why they're employees. And it's not just a job. It's a career for them, and they love our clients like you and I do. Yeah. The reason we do this radio show is to help people and answer their questions, and uh, that's what we're all about. And uh, if we can help you with any project, uh, please uh Give us a call. We'd, we would be honored to uh, help you. So if you want to uh, call now with your home improvement questions, 340-1045. If you want to call our office, um, uh, the number 647-3907. Again, 647-3907. All right, let's go straight to the phones. Let's talk to Eric. Eric, you're in the house. How can we help you? Hey, um, I, I got about a 10-year-old mobile home that we bought about two years ago. Uh-huh. And um, we were looking around at things to do to make it a little bit more energy efficient. And a lot of our neighbors have the uh, vinyl skirting removed and have it stuccoed underneath the home, that gap between the home and the ground. And the company that I called uh, to get a quote to have that done mentioned that they can also remove the vinyl siding on the mobile home altogether and stucco the exterior of the mobile home. Is that something that's cost-effective to do, or am I kind of, chasing uh, pipe dreams here, trying to make it more energy efficient. Well, uh, mobile homes in general are, are one of the more difficult 
types of structures to make more energy efficient because when we look at energy efficiency what we want to do is we want to restrict heat transfer from one area to another so how we typically do that is through um, the the number one area where heat transfers into a home is actually the the ceiling transition that's the number one area because heat rises and so Usually the most cost effective way to add insulation to a home is to do it at the ceiling level. Uh, in a mobile home, you, there is no gap there. So therefore, it, it's, unless you replace the roof, there's no way to actually add insulation to that area. So that's, that's why it's much more difficult. The, in regards to the stucco, I don't think that stucco is going to be any more insulative than than the siding is so okay. so i i don't think that you're necessarily uh achieving what it is that you want to achieve by doing stucco and stucco over over mobile homes has their own issues stuccos are uh, or mobile homes are designed to flex there's movement to them and stucco is not a, a product that actually moves well it's concrete and, and so it, so we find significant cracking afterwards and i would have a really big concern about stuccoing uh, the skirting area because that area is designed to be ventilated. So you definitely don't want to stucco over any openings, or you if you do stucco that area, you want to make sure that you leave openings. Yeah, they, they put vents in there. I think he said every um, six to eight feet they put a vent in the in the stucco okay. skirting. I Good. think the idea is just to keep animals from getting underneath there and, right. and tearing up everything underneath. Yeah, so that can be done with stucco. I probably would do like a like a, a hardy siding material is probably okay. what I would personally do. But the best, uh, but I will tell you the best effective way to add insulation to uh, to a mobile home is to do a spray foam insulation in the crawl space at the floor level. So basic okay. on the underside of the floor, if you do a spray foam insulation on the underside there, that's the most effective uh, energy efficient thing that you can do to a mobile home uh, as a retrofit. Now, you mentioned the roof. I know the roof's about 10 years old, and we bought it knowing that we probably got five years on the roof before we have to do something there. Um, is a metal roof a better option when we do replace that roof, or what direction should we go there? Yeah, I mean, I would. Whenever you're you're looking at roofing material, I always recommend that you get some different options, uh, uh, and it's going to depend on the pitch of the roof. Some mobile homes it makes sense to do certain materials, and some mobile homes it, it doesn't. But you would you would look at energy efficient materials when replacing the roof. Metal is a very highly highly efficient uh, material, N not because metal doesn't get hot, metal actually gets very hot, but most panels have a dead air space built into them where the, the hot air can actually escape. So the net um, uh, temperature difference with metal is usually cooler than something like asphalt shingles. Okay. All right. That, that pretty much answers all my questions. Thank you. Thanks, Thank bud. you, Eric. Appreciate okay. it. And if you want to quote uh, for that roof, just give us a call at the office, uh, our phone number 647-3907, of course, area code 904, again, 647-3907. All right, let's talk to Clay. Clay, you're in the house. How can we help you? Hey, hey guys, good morning. Good, good morning. morning, Clay. Thanks for your call. Well, I built a uh, rack for my kayaks because I seem to have more than I can count without taking my shoes off. 
I'm trying to roof it, and then, oh, I've, I have a lot of cotton. And then I'm buying stand-up paddle boards, too, which is a lot of fun. Stand-up paddle boards. It's nice. But then you're, I, they're sitting out, they're sitting out, what's that? I, you know, I did, uh, I've done it twice now, the stand-up paddle boards, and I, it doesn't look that difficult, right? It doesn't look strenuous. It actually, I've seen other people do it, and it looks kind of relaxing, and it was fun. Like, I enjoyed it, but afterwards, like, my core was yeah. incredibly yeah. sore. Like, it literally, it it worked you out pretty good. You wouldn't think so. I mean, you see it, and I'm like, oh, that looks kind of fun and relaxing. Yeah, when I get on the water, I want to relax. I don't want to be. I want to. I, exactly. I want to do a, a motor. You want to. You want a motor whenever you're on a boat. Got it. We can take a stand up paddleboard and put probably a nine point nine mercury on there. And- <laughs> that sounds fun, then. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Clay. I'm trying to root this uh, shed that I built. And then you go to the home improvement. I can do OSB, and I can do um, some kind of a roll roofing, or I can do the metal. They've got the metal, the egg crate looking. But now yeah. they have that Enduro, which is like a rubberized looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you? I mean, I don't need to walk on it when I'm done. What do you? I mean, what do you think I should put as far as a roof on this uh, shed for my kayaks? Yeah, I mean, if you're doing it yourself, I I would probably do metal. Is probably what I would do. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the enduro stuff. I think uh, I think it's a synthetic material, and and most of those right. don't last long, and and they break very easily. And so okay. I I would probably use tried and true. I would either do shingles or I would do metal. Um, is is what I would personally do. And uh, the only thing that you're going to find about the metal is the is the is the cutting the panels. The right yep. size. That's the that's the hard part for a do-it-yourselfer. Um, some home improvements. Do you put the blade on backwards when you cut with a circular saw? Well, some home improvement uh, some home improvement stores will actually cut those panels for you. So okay. the, I I would that's what I would personally do is I would just get the dimensions of the shed and and a lot of the stores will actually cut cut those panels for you. But okay. use a good uh, peel and stick membrane before you put that those on. And then also if you want to get a quote from us, uh, you, you can. You know, obviously a little shed it's you know it's going to be hard to, for us to be competitive on such a small project, but, um, but, um, but you know, if you want to get a quote from us, we're more than happy to. Thank you. I'll see y'all on the water. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, All right, brother. Take care. Take care. If you want to take his line, three four zero one zero four five. Uh, next segment, Jordan and Ar- uh, George in Arlington has a, a question about solar cells and, and a line open for you. Three four zero one zero four five. You're listening to in the house on News one zero four five WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome back in the house with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here. Ken and I own a business, Universal Roof and Contracting. Throughout the week, we help people with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And then every weekend, we come in and answer your home improvement questions. Numbers to dial 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. If you're a little bit shy, don't like the sound of the your voice on the radio, you can email us a question. Uh, you can either go to our website, in the house show.com uh, or you can email us questions at universalroofjacks.com and of course Jax is J-A-X you know that but I uh, somebody the other day was trying to email me and they put in J-A-C-K-S uh, and um, which you know didn't work didn't work yeah. so let's go to George in Arlington uh, George go ahead how can we help you man yeah thanks I, I... 
I uh, did a lot of apprenticeships with my father, who was Multicraft, and, and you guys really give out a lot of good information. Thanks, Bob. Thanks. Really appreciate uh, it. I worked my way through engineering school doing that. I had a question. Um, maybe in five to eight years, I want to put a metal roof, uh, take the asphalt off, and possibly put some solar cells in. Someone mentioned on talk radio, I think it was Clark Howard, that there's some problems with getting insurance for solar cells, and maybe you could you could talk about the whole issue of solar cells and and, it, and if you have gotten involved in the interface on this insurance situation, maybe let us have a little information on that. Sure. So the only problems that I have seen is insuring them, not necessarily getting insurance on it. So I have seen where where insurance companies will specifically exclude that from coverage. So in general, when we look at, at, at um, insurance policies, is most homeowners insurance policies in the state of Florida are what we call replacement cost policies, and they're called all-risk policies, which means that it's included unless it's specifically excluded. And so I have seen where the, uh, where the policies have not covered or they've specifically excluded the photovoltaic or PV panels on the roof. And the reason is, is that those PV panels are not cheap, right? They're, they're pretty expensive. And if something happens, if we get a windstorm, then they are, they still have to meet the same wind requirements in order to be installed, but the the cost of those are pretty expensive to replace. So I have seen where many insurance companies will exclude those from coverage. Right. Well, they're about a hundred and they're they're uh, they've just put a little tariff on them, and they're about one hundred and forty dollars per hundred watt, and they usually come in two or three hundred watt type of panels. Uh, except to the into the Caribbean, there's a company out of Miami that's selling them for. But the whole container is like forty-two dollars a watt, so they're, they're not they're not inexpensive, and you got to make sure you 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 bolt them down and all of that right, and that you have all the wiring right. Um, but do, do they normally use more of a flat metal roof, or still use the the ones with the ribs? Yeah, so it, usually we recommend like a standing seam panel, which is it does not use exposed fasteners, and then there's a special clip that actually clips in place that the panels attach to, so that that way you're not putting any additional holes into the panels themselves. So um, you would want to research like before you decided on which panel and before you uh, uh, PV panel, solar panel, and before you decided what roofing panel, you want to make sure that there is a clip that actually connects those two so that that way you're not anchoring any additional holes in order to do that. Well, thanks. Uh, Good information again. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. All right. The number to dial, 340-1045, with your home improvement questions. You're listening in the house on News 104.5 WOKV owners of Universal Roof and Contracting. We're going to be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back. That's right, In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here. What can we answer? I don't know. We can answer a lot. Uh, I don't really know whether we can answer it until we get the actual question. I had a, um, a listener the other uh, a couple weeks ago actually ask me, you know, how do you – like? Do you get these questions like in advance, or how do you answer these questions? And I'm like, no, we don't. No, we don't. We just, you know, some stuff we know, and if we don't know, we'll let you know that we don't know it. And well, we've been, I've been around a long time. I, I'm uh, I'm the dad. I'm 67 years old, and and uh, Jared uh, 
cut his teeth uh, working in the construction business. I remember uh, from the time you were like two and three years old, building little uh, wood things, nailing them together, screwing things together, uh, working on projects with me your whole life. So we've got a lot of experience together. Yep, and uh, this corporation uh, we've had since 1993, but you actually uh, started your first construction company years before that. Yeah, 1972. After I came home from Vietnam, uh, I was hired uh, by the uh, city of uh, Auburn, uh, Washington Washington State, in Washington State to be a construction inspector. And while I was doing that, I decided I wanted to become licensed and do uh, remodeling. And so I started remodeling and then I started building and I absolutely loved it and uh, been doing it ever since. Yep. And um, so then uh, I I graduated, I worked with you during uh, when I was young and then uh, I graduated high school in 1992. Uh, we started working together then, and then we started this business in 1993, yep. and then uh, been doing it ever since. And then we've been doing a home improvement radio show for almost 18 years now, 17, 18 years. Uh, in Jacksonville, we've only been on WOKV here for uh, about a year, but but actually we've been doing uh, this home improvement show uh, for quite a long time. And so we get um, you know we get questions all the time, and and so. Uh, it, I I love it. You know, yeah. it's it is it is a lot of it is a lot of fun and a lot of questions we've we've gotten, you know, similar questions in the past and and, and so that's sometimes how we answer it. But we, no, we don't get the questions in advance or we just uh when they when you hear them for the first time, that's when that's when we hear them for the first time. So and it's pretty interesting. Uh, we love your, 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 the show is really all about your questions and we love doing that. And between the two of us, uh, we do a, I think a decent job of, of, uh, getting the answers out there. So please, if you have any questions having to do with home improvement, how you do some project or how do you get started, uh, best way to do it. We want to help you. Again, the number three four zero one zero four five, and then of course we uh, we do run a, a local business here. It's uh, called Universal Roofing Contracting. Now, when we answer questions, we pretty much answer any home improvement question. But the, the focus of our business here is is roofing, siding, and windows. And so, if you want a, a good quality uh, roofing uh, or siding contractor, um, you know we'd be honored to be part of your next uh, roofing or siding project. Uh, our office number uh, to call our office during the week is six four seven thirty nine. Usually there's somebody there on Saturday mornings, but we're actually having our... um uh, our employee family picnic. Uh, we, this is an annual thing that we do uh, for our employees, where we invite all our employees out and 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 as well as their families, and we all get together and and just have fun. And so that happens to be this morning. In fact, as soon as we get uh, off this show, we're gonna we're gonna head there. But um, so the office is closed this morning, but usually it's open Saturday mornings. But uh, if you just leave a voicemail six four seven thirty nine zero seven, then uh, somebody on Monday will we'll give you a call back and schedule a time for one of our guys to come out to to help you with your roofing or siding needs. And remember, all those estimates are free. We don't charge for that. We just want the opportunity to, to give you the right information and uh, tell you the truth and evaluate what your situation is and uh, and give you the update on that. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Bill in Amelia Island. Uh, Bill, how are you this morning? Good morning, guys. Thank you very much for taking the call. Oh, no problem. Thanks for calling. 
I have a question regarding uh, garage ventilation. My uh, garage is underneath the bonus room, and the, uh, there's no problem with the air conditioning upstairs. It works great. It, there's no challenges. It's just that the garage, when I lower that door, it stays that temperature all yeah. day and all night. So if I close the door and it's 86 degrees in the garage, when I open in the morning, it's probably really close to 86 degrees. Right. And I'm considering some type of ventilation uh, other than exhaust fans and that kind of thing for that garage. Yep. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it, it is a good idea. Understand that because it's a, a non-air conditioned space, um, it naturally isn't going to have any airflow. Now, when you have a single story home, what happens is, is that there's usually attic ventilation that's going to actually ventilate that space. But when there's, when there's no, um, uh, when it's a, a, a bonus room above it, there's nowhere for that hot air to actually escape. There's nowhere for, for, for ventilation to happen. Uh, and so, uh, adding some sort of ventilation in that area would be a, would be a good idea. Now, um, there is, when we look at ventilation, there's what's called active ventilation, meaning that it's some sort of fan, uh, or exhaust vent. And then there's passive ventilation, which just means there's some sort of hole or opening where the, the where the air can naturally flow. So whether you use active or passive, either one is okay. Active usually is going to circulate more air than passive, uh, but also usually you are using some sort of energy. In other words, there's a solar fan or there's a powered fan that is actively moving that hot air. Now, the the thing that is difficult about a, a garage space that has a bonus room is that there's no you can't really do a you can't do a roof mounted one because which is the way most ventilation is is done because the roof doesn't connect there so you can do uh, i've seen people do a uh, a a soffit mounted fan and i've also pe- seen people do a wall mounted fan uh where you cut an opening in the exterior wall and install a what is designed as a wall-mounted fan to circulate the air in that area. Um, so either one of those would, would be okay. Um, uh, and then also, is your garage door insulated or uninsulated? It's insulated. Okay. So so you're restricting – the thing about insulation, and insulation is great. Like it's designed to to restrict heat transfer, but the insulation doesn't know which way it's insulating. In other words, it's restricting heat transfer from both ways. And mm. so because of that, what that means is, is that when the hot air actually gets inside the garage, it has nowhere for it to actually escape. So ventilation is what you have to do in order to, in order to, um, you know, to get the hot air out of that space. Okay, would a, uh, thank you again, would a wall-mounted, uh, let's say a window, provide uh, some uh, enough ventilation to uh, alleviate some of this problem? Yeah, so, well, if you if the window's open, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if you know, if you have an open, any opening would, would be considered ventilation. Like, but okay. usually, you know, you don't want to leave your windows open, right? Because you don't want people coming into your garage and taking stuff. So usually I would recommend like a small wall mounted or, uh, 
you know, some sort of fan or opening to allow the, the hot air to escape. Okay, great. And the other question I have is, uh, do you folks come out to Amelia Island to do, uh, to do work? I'm sure you do. Is there a premium for that? No, we no we go to Amelia Island, yeah, uh, and there's no additional charge for it. We that's just we just do work in that area. Okay, and then I have it. The last question I have for you is: Do you do a? Uh, I'm considering. I have some uh, roof projections that have a little bit of uh, deterioration on them, like an exhaust uh, hood mm-hmm. that comes out for the from the microwave. Yep. And uh, do you do that type of repair work? We do. Yep. Yeah, we have a we actually have a service division where we do small repairs like that. Oh, great! All right, well that's uh, that's what I'm going to do. Perfect. Great. I appreciate everything. Sounds good. Thanks, Thank brother. Thank you. And again, our okay, phone number guys. phone number at the office six four seven thirty nine zero seven. Of course, area code nine zero four. So nine zero four six four seven thirty nine zero seven. And what is the website? It's universalroofjacks.com. Okay. Good deal. Have a good day. Thank sure. you, Thanks. Bill. Thanks, Nick. Uh, hey, thanks, everybody. bud. Appreciate it. And let me say that phone number slower. I know uh, I, it's probably the biggest complaint that I get <laughs> is uh, it, from our listeners is that I talk too fast, and I just get so excited. You know yeah. what I mean? I like mm-hmm. I love I, I love home improvement. I love our listeners. <laughs> I just get excited. So let me say the number a little bit slower. Uh, it's six four seven three nine zero seven. Again, six four seven. 3907 and our website is Universal Roof Jacks. And also our radio show website uh, for more information on our radio show is in the house show.com. Again, in the house show.com. All right, so um, let's see. Do I have time to take a caller before I take a break? Okay, good. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to Tor. Tor, you're in the house. How can we help you? Yeah, good morning. Uh, we're seeing more and more uh, panels, solar panels going on roofing. Oh, yeah. Uh, what uh, what kind of codes do you have? And mainly, uh, th- those are live panels as long as the sun is out. So if you have anybody on your roof or you even have firemen working a fire, they're dealing with a lot of voltage running around up there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, so uh, is there, where's the industry going as far as that's concerned? Yeah, well, uh, I'm sure that they, you know, I haven't done too much research on the on the on the fire portion of it, um, and really, actually, personally, haven't put it, too much thought into into that part of it. Actually, um, however, the, but there are very specific codes on the on solar panels themselves. So they they've definitely looked at the electricity part of it, and so uh, so there are. Uh, specific breakers. There's spe- specific uh, shutoffs that have to be uh, that have to be installed, and then also on the wind. Right, but they're not by a panel. So if you're working on the roof, you're not at the cutoff point. That is correct. Yeah. Well, I know that specifically. For example, uh, within our OSHA regulations that 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 talk about when we do work on on roofs as well as the um, uh, from a safety perspective that when we are 
doing any work near the panels that they do have to be shut off. So there is a, a, a breaker to shut off. We do have to shut those off before our guys go up there and actually start working. So that specifically is a, is a code. Now, if we're doing, if you're doing work in other areas where you're not actually removing or touching the panels, then it doesn't have to be shut off. But if you're modifying the panels at all, uh, then, then, uh, you do have to shut off power to that to that entire area. Well, they're producing the power. That that's correct. But at the connection points, there there's um, uh, so you have to shut off the entire thing where it's actually drawing the power in, and then uh, there are specific shut. Most panels actually have uh, um, a, a shut off at the connection as well. Uh huh. So from a OSHA perspective, there's specific requirements, but I don't know if they've addressed the um, – uh, I'm sure that they have, but the, the what you raised, which is the fire perspective of it. Right. Well, thank you. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it, Tor. If you want to take his line, 340-1045. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Nick in Orange Park has a, a question about a wooden fence. Uh, also, there's a, a question about hail damage, uh, which is an interesting question as well. You're listening to In the House. We'll be right back. In the House is back with your home improvement questions. Hi, I'm Jared Mellick. Sitting next to me, as usual, is my father, Ken. Hey, everyone. Uh, Jared and I always appreciate you tuning in and taking time out of your Saturday uh, to listen to us and to talk to us. And thanks, too, for all of those clients who've called in and allowed us, allowed us to uh, serve you and give you free estimates and have chosen us to be your contractor. My family uh, really, really appreciate that and our employees we we love our clients and we'll take very very good care of you it's my promise yeah if you want to be part of uh, of our business want to um, uh, use us for your roofing siding or window needs just give us a call at the office uh, 647-3907 all right let's talk to nick in orange park nick you're in the house how can we help you good morning fellas uh, you got a great show i really enjoy it well, thank you nick. thanks thank buddy. you we appreciate it Okay, well, here was my situation. We had a downburst come through my backyard a few weeks back, and I've got the uh, side-by-side uh, dog ear fence uh, panels, uh-huh. you know, yep. and it snapped off six of the four-by-four-inch uh, wood posts that hold them up. Okay? Yep. Now, I put this fence in a few years ago, and I know what kind of a pain in it is to drive those, uh, dig a hole and put those fence posts in. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to do that, so I went to a fence guy. I said, "Here's my situation. What will it cost me to put? What will it cost me for you to put uh, four new pen, fence posts in?" And he gave me a price of six hundred bucks. Right. I own my own business, and I understand guys got to make a living, but it seemed like a lot of money to me. So yeah. I'm thinking to myself, "Well, how can I do this without having to go through a whole lot of expense and trouble?" So I went to the local tractor supply, and I found what they call cross beams or cross mm-hmm. posts. Yep. Uh, essentially, they're iron posts with uh, they rather inch across. Yep. And I drove them into the ground right nice. behind the the, the uh, broken uh, fence posts. Had my wife, God bless her, hold the fence posts up, uh, hold the, <laughs> you know, the fence up in place. Nice. And put uh, st- uh, half a, a strap hanger uh, mm-hmm. yeah. around the uh, post and screwed them in. Nice. And it worked like a charm. The yeah, that's a part. The hardest part was to find a driver. Uh, it, it's a it's a, a, a heavy metal uh, pipe with two handles on right. it with a cap on top. 
Yeah. I did find one of those, and the entire process took me about an hour and a half and saved me about $500. Yeah, that's great. I would yeah. find the hardest part would be getting my wife to hold the fence post and help. But <laughs> Well, I, I told her I would reward her with a nice couple of cold beers when we were all done. <laughs> <laughs> well, real, real well. Well, you are a much better man than I, sir. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Nick, that's a that's a great suggestion. You know, it's 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 kind of like the what we would consider sistering a truss or something yeah. like that, where you're placing additional structural supports next to it. So, right. so I, yeah, it's a it's a that's I think that's a great fix. That's a yeah. that's a very inventive, great save, uh, very very good way to do it. That's that's phenomenal. You're, you're more than welcome to pass that information on to anybody who cares. <laughs> I, I may use that. If we get a question in the future about how to repair fence posts, I may actually bring your name up, Nick, and uh, and Well, I and may say do it myself just... in my own fence if that ever happens. <laughs> I'm great great info, Nick. Hey, brother. Okay, uh, enjoy. And again, thanks for the show. It's a great show. God bless you and good luck to you. Thanks. Hey, now with that wind, you may want to make sure that you didn't sustain any wind damage to your roof. Uh, just yeah, because, checked, uh, yeah, I walked the roof and it looks in pretty good shape. Uh, okay, so we were real lucky in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Let it. Let us know if you want us to look at it. We do that for free, and a lot of times we'll notice damage that other people don't, just because they're specific. Well, yeah, here's a question I've got for you. you uh, I got a postcard, not a postcard, but a, a calling card stuck in my door, uh-huh. and from a roofing company, okay. and they were offering to replace your roof for free. Um, because of hail damage, whatever. Okay, yeah. a friend of mine did that. He's got five rental houses, and it worked for him pretty well. But this just it seems to me a bit unethical because his roofs are all in pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, first of all, there's no such thing as a free roof, and so be cautious if somebody says that. However, there are. Let me explain it this way: is there are Jacksonville here, and you know, Greater Jacksonville area, we get small pocket storms all the time, mm-hmm. and so let's say that your roof did sustain wind damage in this scenario. Many times, an insurance company will pay to replace the roof. However, it's not free. You would still have to pay. Your deductible, so be cautious when somebody says free roof because that's yeah. that's not true. Uh, however, I would recommend that you have it inspected by a good quality roofing contractor like us. Um, and our number six four seven thirty nine zero seven again six four seven thirty nine zero seven. And we always send our guys out for free. We don't charge anything for that. So, thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. That music means we have to go. Yeah been a great day thanks for tuning in jared and i appreciate your business give us a call and god bless take care see you